BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I didn't know who six were. That's, really? I love putting that story up and it always like people love it that when I watch the mental all and yeah, it's like don't know. Brad, Chris R, yeah. Marcus, and you're like, who? Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> who? This is not skinny but not fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is not skinny, but not fat. I just had your free Halo Top, I, your free Halo Top ice cream. Yeah, it's so good. It's so fucking good. Oh my god, I'm so um, blessed. Hashtag blessed to have hit, to have blessed. like to have a gazillion Halo Tops right now. Um, barely fitting in my freezer, but I have to say, like. The pops, like I haven't tried all the flavors, but I've tried Halo Top before and liked it. But the pops, which I just gave you a cookie dough pop that's 50 calories. Oh my God. Was so delicious. Like, you know, when like something just hits the spot and is like just enough. Yeah. Like that's all you need. And I love the portion control aspect of a pop, you know? Yes, me too. That's why I think it's kind of like it's harder for me when they're packaged. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I would eat the whole pint every single time. You would eat the whole pint? Yeah. But the pop makes it so that, you know, I'm good. Anyway, we all have a sweet tooth. So I definitely need something sweet after every single meal. I know, even breakfast. I know. It's really a problem, though, because I try to only have, like, one sweet thing a day. But then, like, you have breakfast, and then you need something. No, so my breakfast is usually sweet anyway, because it's, like, strawberries and, like, granola and, like, stuff like that. But then lunch, I need something sweet, so then I do. But then dinner, I'm like, fuck, I had something sweet already today. I know, I know. I think about that, too. So what do you do? So you know what I do? What's your advice? Okay, this is my advice. If you have the little pop... After lunch or dinner, whichever, the other time you'll have a little piece of dark chocolate, which I feel like you do. And that's totally fine. Oh. Or like I bought, you know, those rice rolls. Yeah, I know. Mom's obsessed with them. Oh, oh my not, God. Oh, no, I'm not obsessed with them. Oh, my God. She but lit. like, yeah, I like change it up. If you have a pop for uh, after your lunch meal, then at di- after your dinner meal, like I'll have like a pop with like a little almond butter and like change it up and then it doesn't feel so redundant or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. Mm-hmm. But like you should kind of like disperse your uh, supply of Halo Top because like you haven't given you, me any. I offered it to you. You did, but like give it to me. 
Well, first of all, I'm going to have to go through the flavors and see like which, which I want. Which you the... don't want. Well, exactly. You think I'm going to give you the chocolate chip cookie dough? Yeah, why not? Because I, I think they're the best. I think I, I started with the best. Okay, we'll have to try out all the flavors. Okay. Well, I hope everyone is well this week and um, is feeling good and in good spirits and that Mercury's not in like retrograde or something because it is for me. It's always in retrograde for you. Or something. And, no, <laughs> do you know what I read about Mercury in retrograde once? Like it doesn't make you feel like sad. It just makes you feel like confused or something. Like it's not like making you go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fucks with your like balance or something. I don't know. I think something else is fucking with your balance. Yeah. Like my chemicals in my brain. Yeah. And also your like hormones because it's that time. It's not that time. We can't say it's that time before my period, during my period and after my period. No, it is always that First time. First I've noticed that on, on this podcast you come for me. And I feel like my listeners are now noticing that you're bullying and you're being an anti-mental health advocate. Me? You. I'm a social worker. Every time you mention that I'm crazy. Wait, hold on. Every time you mention that I'm crazy. Every time you say something about my hormones. Every time you mention my period. Think about it. Amanda. You're creating a bad name for yourself is what I'm saying. No, no, no. I have a question. Yeah. Who's always in support and trying to give you great advice always? Um, My therapist? No. Not your therapist. Mm, My mom? Are you kidding? My hubs? I'm like literally better than mom when it comes to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, you might be better than mom. Mom today, like, oh my God. Okay, this is a good story. My mom calls me the other day and she's like, Arielle talked to me this morning and she called me right in the morning and she never calls me right in the morning and I got worried, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. Wait, she gossiped to you about why I asked her to walk to the train with me? Oh my God, this lady, I can't. She goes, she goes, so I got, you know, Arielle never calls me in the morning. Like she never (laughs) wants to walk with me in the morning to the, to the subway or whatever. And she's like, and then we walked together and do you know what she talked to me about? And I was like, no. And I guess I was like your boyfriend. Like I wasn't sure. And she was like, what is it? What's the first thing she talked to you about this morning? And I was like, oh, her weight. And she was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And like, so then I was like, she was like, that you told her what I had said to you. And then I was like, what did you say to her? And she's like, that she has to go check what she's allergic to. And I'm like, how do you talk to, she gives the worst advice. Like, I'm sorry, my mom used to give such good advice today. It's like weird shit. Like Arielle comes to me and, you know, every time we like support each other with weight stuff, like, you know, um, you know, try something different this week or you're bloated or you ate MSG yesterday or like it's probably because you started working out or (laughs) we'll give like constructive but, you know, uh, sympathetic advice that makes you feel good but also isn't like you're fine, like keep on gaining weight. But literally I'm like, Arielle called my mom this morning, wanted to walk with her and what what her advice was to you was to go and, and my mom goes to me, her body is rejecting something. That's what I was like, going to say. Like she she's told allergic my- to something. And I was like, no, mom. Like, no, mom. Mom, you know that we've struggled with weight our entire lives. Like, I, we, it's never been easy for us to maintain a weight. It's never been, it's never going to be easy for us to, and if we want to be, 
at our thinnest, then we have to like not eat, which we're not willing to we're do. Not willing to do. No. So we want to eat, and we don't believe in starving yourself, and we believe in like a healthy, balanced way of living. So we struggle with that and with looking our best and feeling our best. But I, I can't think come to mom and have her offer like and stupid advice. I know, and I feel like for us, even where I was like trying to figure out what's like the best way to go about this week and what we should eat. But I feel like at the end of the day, which is something you just brought up, we really just want to feel our best. Forget about looking your best because when you look good, then you feel good. But like we really, I think, want to feel good about ourselves, about what we're wearing, about everything. So I think like that's the main thing. But the one thing I will say is that I did ask mom to walk with me to use her to vent vent about what I was feeling that morning. I feel like and I've she never did. vented to mom about weight because with me, I feel like she's like thinks I'm on the verge that I could like have um, an eating disorder. So she always tells me I look good. But it's funny that you, like I know the certain things to not vent to her. Like I wouldn't vent to her about like feeling fat. I know. And I like Especially did. to a woman who eats almonds and like still works out. <laughs> no, I know it, but I did vent to her and then she ended up just telling me like, you're reject- your body's rejecting something. I'm like, mom, like what could What's my your mom- body rejecting? Almond yogurt or and, like, like eggs? That's why I asked pizza. her. I was like, what? She's like, maybe the vegan cheese. And I'm like, I couldn't. No. <laughs> I was like, it's not like I really <laughs> eat vegan cheese and then ice cream. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, oh, so we like no ricotta that, cheese. I don't know. Out of, like, with a spoon. But that's balance, you guys. That's balance. 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 Um, we're going to uh, take a quick break, probably eat another ice cream and uh, come right back. Hey guys, you know where you are. Um, Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. Welcome back. Um, We're with my sister Arielle today, co-host. Co-host till the next guest. Until you can like throw me into the garbage. Throw you into the garbage and never bring you back. Oh my God, that's the meanest thing you've ever said. That sounded like dramatico. (laughs) Um, Speaking of moving into the garbage and never bringing back. No, I'm just kidding. That was an awful transition. But I did want to talk about um, Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse. Wait, what's happening in Hollywood? As individuals, I'm okay with them. And like you guys know, I watched Riverdale until the Gargoyle Kings and whatever (laughs) weird ass shit. Um, And I was always like kind of annoyed by their relationship because they're dating and they're like, you know, teenage, I mean, not teenage, but early 20s heartthrobs and they're supposed to be living their best life, super into it. But they're like super like, (gasps) we don't talk about a relationship and like they're always super private and they've never wanted to confirm it. And like if they got asked at like a public forum about the relationship, they're like, please don't ask us. It was just like super annoying. One of the interviewers that was going to interview them said that like one of the topics that they're not allowed to bring up is their relationship. First of all, you guys, let me just show you why Ariel is dumb. <laughs> what? I sent you this article oh. yesterday <laughs> that Andy Cohen oh, Andy had Cohen. Uh, Mark Consuelos on, yes, yes, who's the dad in Riverdale. He had Andy Cohen had Mark Consuelos on, who's Kelly Ripa's husband in real life. And basically, one of the questions was that he heard they broke up now, Cole and Lily. So Andy said that he has heard that that's um, the rumor going around and that it's weird because in every interview he has done with them, he was given the 
you know, um, rule to not ask them about the relationship, which is like, I feel like for the CW annoying, cause like it's the thing that you would want to use to promote the show. And instead of them going with the flow and being grateful for the show and being like, okay, use our relationship for, for it. They're like, no, it's like, who even are you? Who even cares? Like go with it. And like, whatever, and like, what's the point? Like what, what's going to happen if you say, yes, we're dating. So now, so that, you know, th- that's how they've been throughout their entire relationship. Very secretive, very not wanting to talk about it, very wanting to like be in individuals and like blah 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 now they're um, like too cool they're too cool they're way too cool they're too cool but now um came out that they broke up like every media outlet um ran the story yesterday and what's so interesting is that today uh really in the last hour they both put up um on their instagram they did a joint cover for W Magazine, um, and Lily put up the picture from there, uh, from the cover, and wrote, Breaking, a reliable source has confirmed that none of you know shit. So cool, you guys, right? And no, then, and then Cole put up something even then, more annoying. And then Cole Sprouse Like, I didn't understand that sentence. Unprecedented. Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt became the flesh of reliable sources to fuel their Bashanillion... Sex cult. Yeah. Why can't you just fucking speak? But then you guys, I read, kind of read the article and it's so weird because by their Instagram post, it looks like they didn't break up, right? Yeah. Like like Lily's saying, none of you know shit. Right. But in the article, the guy, uh, the interviewer from W Magazine says that they broke up. But, but they're denying that it's true. That's what I'm, I'm saying. It's kind of a mixed message here. No, I think... No, 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 no. No, no. No, no, no. I'm I'm explaining to you what's going on right now. Oh, they put up the W Magazine. They put up up the W Magazine and the caption seems as if they're debunking the the stories that are published that they broke up. But what I'm saying, in the article, the interviewer is saying, I interviewed Cole and Lily about a month ago, but now when they were together and now they are uncoupled. That's what he writes in the article. So it's very weird the way this is like played out. I don't get it. I know. That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah. And I don't get it. And I just like don't even get it. But in the article, in the article as well, the interviewer from W Magazine said that the whole point was the joint cover, but they didn't want to be interviewed together. Cole had a separate day of interviewing and Lily had a separate day. And when they tried to ask them as to why they wouldn't be interviewed together, they basically said that they, in a very like politically correct, like self-righteous explanation, like that Lily wants to be known for herself and he wants to be known for himself and they don't want, you know, it to be like, just give me a second to vomit and I'll be right back. <laughs> no, because it's like, you know what? I think that people you know, should sometimes just be thankful for their platform and for what they're given. And not that I'm saying that, you know, stardom doesn't come with flaws and it doesn't come with um, negative aspects of like invasion of privacy and blah, blah, blah. But you're on a teenage like cult show. Okay. People are loving, people would like want die for you to be together. You're together in real life or were up till now or whatever. Then like, give it to us. Like don't fucking, you don't even, you don't have to post pictures every day, but you can just be like, we're together. We're in love. Like hopefully forever. If not, then cool. And goodbye. Yeah. And you, you know, what's weird. Um, 
Cammy Mendez relationship and Melton aren't isn't like such a huge thing as Lily and Cole. Right. Which like why? They're both First of all, just I like as, I actually like Cammy. I feel I like she she seems like a cool person and she seems less like with a stick up her ass, like Lily and Cole, like they they no, really they think so they're self, too cool yeah. for school. Right. It's like Lily. Two seconds ago, you were on like someone's couch in LA trying to make it work. Like you made it. Yeah. You know, you made it and let the public in. Yeah. You know, I don't think. But it's not that much even that. Don't even because like don't go out of your way to not let the public yeah, no. in. And they don't. go out of their way. Like I've seen interviews with them at like Comic-Con where like someone in the audience asked something and they're like, don't answer that. Like, and you know, the fact that Andy Cohen gets, you know, um, gets told before an interview that he can't ask that. And it's like, oh my God, but who do you think you are? Also, like Prince everybody William? knows, so get over it. Like everyone knows, but that's what I'm saying. Now you guys, it's super confusing because like I said, every news outlet came out with the fact that they broke up. Then they put up this thing being like, you guys don't know shit. But in the article, which they are promoting themselves, the interviewer says, I interviewed them together, but now they are um, broken up. So it's like a super weird situation. Anyway, white people problems, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we had the men tell all on The Bachelorette this week. Bachelor Nation, say what? Oh, my God, no way. Oh, 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 my God. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> like, I feel like... It was so good. It was so good. And for the first time, I didn't know who one person was instead of, like, six I didn't know who six were. That's, really? I love putting that story up and it always like people love it that when I watch the mental all and yeah, it's like, don't know. Brad, Chris R, yeah. Marcus. And you're like, who, <laughs> who, who, <laughs> who? I didn't experience that this time. I kind of knew. No, the, you probably but weren't paying attention. did you see Devin trying to get camera time? I like, know. How there's always There's always one of those, which like, you know that they're, they get approved by the producer in the back, you know, backstage the producers like, do you want to go out and say something? You know, it's just like, yeah, so contrived and so dumb. But Luke P got, so much fucking airtime. It was almost like the okay, Luke P show. It was the Luke P show. Like, Luke P you show. should have given him 10 minutes to explain himself. Not only, like, first of all, they gave him 10 minutes in silences. Like it took him 10 minutes to answer the questions. He was like, Chris, I need a minute. And he just like sat there I've, and thought. I felt uncomfortable. Like, on my couch in my house. Like I was like, can you not be silent for because one he second? Basically, like he didn't know what to say. He was the, did the same shit that he did all season. He like apologized, but at the same time, if you asked him if he regrets anything, he said mm-hmm. no. And at the same time, if you asked him to explain his actions, he kind of stands behind them, but then he like apologized. So he's a piece of shit. And you just texted me the other day that he's not verified on Instagram. And it's funny because like people with less airtime on The Bachelorette. John and- Paul Jones. <laughs> Which like... Oh my God. No. I mean, he's, he's cute, but I mean, what's happening, you guys? No, but like, he's so funny. I think his whole shtick is like that he's funny and he literally just says it as it is. He's like, I came on super cool, met a bunch of bros. Like, he didn't even like care about <laughs> Hannah and she didn't care that he didn't care. Yeah. Um, what else interesting happened? Um, Hannah like spoke the truth. She was like, 
again about the sex. She looked good. She looked so good. And she was like, she just like says the truth. She's like, I'm done being shamed by you. Shut the fuck up and leave. Yeah. Yeah. But about like, yeah, I guess like it was really the Luke P show. Like, I don't even think anything else was really talked about. No. And what's funny is that they brought, because John Paul Jones is interesting, they brought him out to like sit. Oh, they gave John Paul Jones the couch. Yeah. And like, you'd think like Mike, does Mike get the couch? Like, Mike uh, didn't get the couch? No, they, he just spoke to him from the chair for two seconds. Well, Mike's going to be The Bachelor. You think? Yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. But um, we also saw, well, you sent me, because somehow you got to Hannah's mom, Hannah Hannah's mom's <laughs> Instagram page. Wait, I'm telling you, my 11 p.m. stocking sessions. Goes deep? They go, like, clearly. I, like, got to her mom's so page. So she got somehow. to her mom, who... Um, was showing a picture of shipping out Hannah's car to LA. Yeah. She wrote the last thing to leave. Uh, My baby's going to LA or something. She moved to LA. Which makes people think she picked Pilot Pete, which I don't know she picked, but he's the only one that lives in California. I mean, I would really be thrilled if she picked Pilot Pete. And he's cute because he put up a video on the mental all. He was like, hey, guys, like I'm not at the mental all. Like I'm, I have to do a flight today. Delta, going to Sacramento. Or like I'm like, I don't know if I would want to be on your flight. Like I don't, I can't decide. Oh, because you like don't know how he flies. He's like a baby. He's like a baby. Like and if you he was on him, the Bachelorette, I don't know. Would you want him, you like, him to fly you? I've stalked him enough to know he comes from literally a family of like uh, pilots. Uh, pilots. His dad's a pilot. His brother is a pilot. The dad's dad's was a pilot. Like everyone's a pilot in that family. That so such a crazy profession to be a pilot. It's insane. It's insane. And they really love flying any planes, small planes, like know, engineless remember, planes. Like when they planes. went in that fucking baby ass like that's what I'm saying. It could be like, like an engineless down plane. Yeah, and he's like, let's go, yeah. But Hannah was also chill. Th- chill. Like, can't tell you. Which brings me to Dini Babies, who I, like, also <laughs> send you videos of him. Like, Dina Unglord? <laughs> Dean Unglord, or whatever. Who's he, so hot. But, like, like he's risking his life every day with the shit that he's doing. What does he do? Well, tell everyone what he's doing. So I was, like, looking at the... Sorry. I was, like, looking at the stuff that he was doing. He's, like, on rocks, on the edge of, like, dying, <laughs> climbing them. <laughs> He's jumping out of planes like it's his job. Is like this one wasn't as good. Like let me keep going. It's like it's, it's kind of crazy. I he's mean, a, he's, they, there's people are extreme. Like to me, adventure like being adventurous is like going out on to Friday. You being adventurous is like going to Central Park and walking around. Like you can't compare yourself to anybody so who's you're like dissing a little me again. adventurous. You're dissing me again. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sorry, but it's true. You're like to me, adventure is going out. I'm t- we're talking about people who like adventure, even hiking. But Deanie Babies is literally like <laughs> on the edge of a rock, like a hundred thousand feet in the air. No, it's but it's obviously like he's searching for something. Let's be honest. Yeah, true. He's really searching for a thrill, and he has like daddy issues. His dad is like a Buddha or something. What's his dad? Yeah, yeah, and his mom died when he was young. Yeah, yeah, That's so sad. It's sad. Yeah, but he, yeah, it. <laughs> The promo for fucking BIP Bachelor in Paradise looks fucking crazy. There are so many hot people on it. Deanie Babies is on it. Kaylin is on it from Colton season. Um, Hannah G. We know Hannah G's on it. Blake. Blake is on Blake it. Blake is on it. Uh, Demi is on it. With yeah, with her girlfriend, I think. Apparently, too. she's like bisexual. 
Uh, Apparently Blake makes oh, out Christina with everyone. Christina is on it, right? Who's Christina? Christina Shulman. Oh, again. Again, yeah. Okay. No, again with Dini babies? I feel like she, I, I may be wrong. But apparently in real life, Dini Babies and Caitlin are together. That's the rumor. Yeah, I saw that rumor. Let's see how long that lasts before yeah. he like goes away to Costa Rica or something. And does something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the, the trailer looked insane, like better than the whole Bachelor. Better than, legit, better than the whole Bachelor. And usually, you know what's weird about Hannah, about Hannah season than the rest? When they show the promos... For the final rose, usually they show the men like walking up. They don't show obviously like just the lower half, their suits, and they don't show any of that. They don't show her like her standing, waiting. Wow, true. Usually they show like two men, and you don't know her standing, waiting. There's none of that. You just this week. Well, this is airing Tuesday, so on Monday, what episode? Monday the the season finale starts. They do two parts, Monday and Tuesday. Oh, so it's a two-part finale. It's coming. It's like this this week. This week, mm-hmm. I see. But but yeah, usually they like show and they didn't show, and I'm just like curious to see what happens. Oh, because it might not be another. It might be another like Colton ending. Maybe where it's like not real. Where it's like not real. <gasps> okay, you guys, we'll be right back. Did you see what Stephanie Pratt posted today that I posted? I went in deep. You went in deep? Because I had to search what Heidi did to Lauren because I forgot. Okay, so let's start with this and then you'll tell us because I don't remember. But uh, apparently The Hills has been picked up for a second season by MTV. And Stephanie Pratt put up a post today um, where she wrote that she's back in London. She's happy to be back in London. Basically, uh, some of what she said, I'll read to you, that she's back in London where evil siblings don't exist. Um Blah, blah, blah. Spencer often screamed that everyone hates me, is fake nice to me, go back to London because no one wants me here. And Heidi, I have no words for how evil you are. Um, You are an awful human being. You're a hideous person. No wonder you don't have one friend. Your nanny doesn't count. You pay her. Justin, Bobby, you were my rock the entire series. I love you and thank you. P.S. Spoiler alert. We never hooked up. Audrina is crazy. Like you dated this guy 10 years ago. You married someone else have a child with him and as if you like Justin you were dating someone off camera the guy you went on a blind date with the night after the festival no one plays a better victim than you oh my god you should actually go into acting Ugh! and all the months you spent trying to get all the girls against me I mean that's Spidey's job anyway you guys um she went off here. I feel kind of bad for Audrina because like I haven't watched the last couple episodes of the Hills, but we know that Audrina's like been through it. Um, we know she had an abusive, uh, baby daddy, um, that she's a single mom now. So I feel like just saying that she plays the victim is kind of like hurtful. And I feel like Stephanie's kind of like unhinged right now. She is, I mean, like, I feel like there is truth to like, some of what she's saying I feel like Spencer is and Heidi can not be nice and when I searched what Heidi did to Lauren when they were best friends Heidi is the one that like put out the rumor that Lauren and Jason 
made a sex tape. And for Lauren, that was a huge deal. I think she was like 18, 20 at the Wait, time. was there a sex tape? There was never a sex tape. I mean, not so that So why it could, did Heidi put it out? Because she wanted to get like media attention. For Lauren? I don't know. Or like she, I, she was trying to like, maybe they were fighting, but she put that rumor out. And so everybody was hating on her for that. Because it was an awful rumor to put out. I think she put it out because it was at the stage of their relationship when they were fighting, not when they were best friends. And she wanted to but, but make why Lauren's is Stephanie life so upset about it. Because she's saying that Heidi is a miserable, awful person. Really? That's she said that. No, but I'm saying like really just because of the Lauren thing. That's the thing. No, and I'm There's sure because not like of a the personal thing, thing. No, I'm sure, and because of what she's done to Stephanie. What did she do to Stephanie? I think that there's like shit we don't know about. Oh, I thought you went on a deep dive and searched galore. No, I can't find that part. I can only find what she did to Lauren. Oh. Well, everyone seems super fucked up there. Like, I'm sure Spidey are fucked up. And it seems like Stephanie has her own fucking issues. And I can believe the part about Justin Bobby and like the romance is kind of not being real. But... It may be real to Audrina. Like, we know she was always in love with him. So maybe, like, it was part of the show, but Audrina, like, legit got hurt. But I, I think, but um, I did read that she is dating somebody off camera. That, like, both her and Justin Bobby were dating people off camera. Oh, so they just, like, wanted to make it a thing. So I guess it's producers that wanted to make that a storyline because that's interesting. I mean,. With everything that's been said about the Hills, like they're getting back for a second season. So I guess it wasn't that bad. I know. I know. But I just hate that it's all so fake and it's like, it's a reality show, but it's really scripted. And like no one's shutting the fuck up. Like at least like if it's scripted, then shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. yeah. But they're all like saying that it's scripted. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, like let us at least, at least like be in the illusion that it's real. No, it's all scripted. In my fave reality show news, Vanderpump Rules, which I can't wait for season eight and which I hope isn't scripted. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. They're all in Vegas right now. And apparently, um, like I mentioned on last week's podcast, that Katie and Schwartz apparently never handed in their marriage license. They went to, to Vegas to get that official I mean, good for them. And I saw that Lisa Vanderpump went uh, ziplining. She went like, so it's probably being filmed for season eight because season eight is being filmed right now. So I'm sure that's just like part of the storyline. Of course. I mean, not storyline, but like that she has to do it for the show because it's funny to watch her go ziplining. Oh, Lisa. No, I mean storyline that um oh, that oh, Katie yes. and uh, Schwartz are getting uh, their marriage license yeah. official. The New York City Housewives reunion is on, you guys, and it is cray cray. The real real on the real housewives. You know I'm team Bethany usually, but she's being a big B on this uh, reunion to Tinsley. And I feel kind of bad because Tinsley's dog died. And yes, she did some weird shit. Okay. Tinsley's dog died. And like, she was so upset. She called 911, which apparently you don't call 911. Good to know. Um, Knock on wood. Just scared myself. What I mean is they made fun of her for calling 911. And then she like froze the dog and like thawed the dog Something like weird so her sister can see the dog, 
because her sister like doesn't live in New York. Froze and thawed? Yeah. No, 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 this doesn't sound right. Are you sure? Yeah. She froze and thawed the Yeah. She thawed the dog. She froze it, took it out of the freezer, and then let it. I mean, there's like a thing, a place where they do that, not her by herself. Okay. So Bethany was like making fun of her like on the reunion and I felt kind of bad because I don't know if you remember, but Bethany's dog, Cookie, um, had like seizures and I think this was like last year and Bethany captured everything on her story. Like she was like, I don't know what to do. Like Cookie's seizing. It was like traumatizing. Like I watched it and the dog ended up dying. Um, But it was a very hard thing to watch. Bethany put everything up on her story. She couldn't make it to the vet in time. She was like out in the Hamptons. So I felt like, yes, the freezing and the thawing that Tinsley did was weird. But um, on the reunion, Bethany was really trying hard not to laugh and was like, this is so ridiculous and kind of like snide commenting about it. And I didn't really like that just because I feel like there are topics that you should just be sensitive about. Especially because, like, you saw how hard it was to lose your dog. So yeah, and, just- like, how you were, like, public about it and people could make fun of you and be like, oh, my God, do you see how she was, you know, cry-? like, it just felt, like, very out of place. And yeah. I just don't know how these women or how on reality shows people, you know, you have to have such tough skin Cause on reality shows, everyone comes for everyone. Like you're not, you're never safe. No, you're not. You're and never it's so safe. Catty. It's so catty, and it's like this one wants the airtime, so she's gonna like be a bitch to this one, so they show her more. Or and it's just like they're already programmed to like say everything in your face and say everything behind your back and like yeah. question everything you do and say. And it's like, you know, I you see people get like just torn apart like and you know Luann who um is a diva and is like aloof and is kind of crazy but everyone's coming for her because she's like super like I'm a cabaret star blah 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 but she um is supposed to be sober by law and they're all in the reunion being like we don't think you're sober and like we think you're drinking on the side and she's like telling them like you guys, like, you know that this can be held in court, like, against me, like, what you're saying. Like, it could be taken into account. And there, and Ramona's like, I don't know. I I, I, I think you're drinking. I, I think you're still drinking. And I'm like, these fucking bitches, even if they don't, like, love each other, they're together for, no, like, 20 years doing this show. Shut up for Luann. Just Ooh, shut up. Like, shut up. Shut up. So it's so super catty. And I just you know, watching it and you try to put yourself in those shoes for a second and say, would I be able to handle this kind of shit? No. I'd like, I want everyone to like me. I want everyone to be nice to me. No, you wouldn't be able to handle it. It's too much. You're about to talk shit about me again. No. How weak I am. In a good way. Mentally. No. Emotionally. No, you, I think that you're a good person and so that you wouldn't be able to handle, like, I don't think that you would like want camera time if it meant like treating somebody not nicely or like talking so much shit about them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It needs to be authentic. But I guess nothing interesting. But the Kardashians don't really like do, do like that. drama. Like the drama for the upcoming season of the Kardashians is like Courtney and Kim planning North and P's birthday party and Courtney <laughs> wants it to be gluten free and Kim's like it's Candyland like it can't be gluten free like that's their drama <laughs> yeah and Courtney yeah Courtney turning thirty but 40. it's still just as interesting 40. forty sorry 
Um, and J-Lo in real life, you guys, turned 50. This bitch is <gasps> abnormal. No, she gets better looking every year. It's like, literally who abnormal. Can, who can like keep up with this? Like, I don't know what she does, but it's working. Um, Beyonce is getting real about her weight loss journey in a new video. She um, reveals that she was like 175 pounds pre Coachella and she did like this like 22 day program that she details um, that's like completely plant based. Remember when we watched the Coachella movie and she was like, so so, how how much does she weigh now? I don't know. Oh, I thought it said. Yeah, but she kind of said something bad. She said, I was a woman that felt like my body was not mine. And she said that it's every woman's nightmare to like gain weight, basically. And people are upset about that, obviously. I mean, yeah, people are upset about that. But like in real time, like we also talk about this where it's like, it sucks to gain weight. It's not like your nightmare, but it sucks to gain weight. And it's really hard to lose it. So it's, I mean, that's an okay thing to say if that's what she felt, but I guess she has like so many people listening to her. Did you like her as Nala on The Lion King? Yes. I, I, I was a little actually, (laughs) no, you know, I really felt like the best one, like you said, was Pumbaa. Oh, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa, you guys. Literally, I lulled. Perfection. I legit lulled. It was so good. And I thought like Simba was pretty good. And the dad, Mufasa, was oh, a good voice. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Earl K. Jones. Earl. Remember who you are. Who you are. Remember. Remember. <laughs> uh, Earl, what's his name? Yeah. Earl. I don't know what his name is. Remember. <laughs> oh, James Earl Jones. <laughs> Remember. Oh, my God. No, by the way, I looked over in the theater or yells like dancing to Guna Matata. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That was really fun for me. I didn't like, literally it's weird to think how like Lion King was appropriate for like babies. It's not. It's scary. It is. It it's is. Sad. And especially like watch. this animated version is like even scarier. This is like meant for like 21 and up. No, I'm not literally. Kidding. Literally. Anyway, what, what else is now? What else is new? Can I just say something sad that I just saw? What? I saw, and I didn't know this before, that Selma Blair has MS, but she's such a star, and she's like such an inspiration. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah, multiple sclerosis. And I was just looking, not to be sad, but just like to see her process through it. And she's just like, just such an inspiration and such a good person. And I just needed to say that. I've seen her. I know she has it. And I've seen her on Instagram just be very like outspoken about it, very strong. um, And that she's like a tough cookie and a little spunky lady. Yeah. And she's really positive through it all. And she's not letting it get her down and I just feel like it's so good to be vocal because she has a voice and other people experiencing things you know can learn from her and stuff you know that's a nice note to end on yeah that's that's what I wanted to say 
Okay, you guys. Well, thank you for listening on that note. Um, I love you. I will see you next Tuesday. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And if you are listening right now and are finishing up listening, screenshot that you are, DM it to me, tag me in your story, show me that you're listening, rate and review it, like I said at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Thank you to the Podglomerate Network for producing and editing my show as per usual. Thank you to my co-host Ariel thank you to you guys and I will see you next Tuesday the podglomerate a sonic universe